The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too And welcome to my brother, my brother, and moi. Uh, I mean me. My name's Justin McElroy. C'est magnifique. Uh, my name is Lord Travis McElroy. And I am Duncan Worcestershire. Duke. Duke. You, High Duke of the Andes Mountains. If you haven't heard the news already, the Max Fun Drive hit its initial goal of 2,000 donors with just... The first week in the rearview mirror of our jet skis. I believe you mean two Miller donors. See, I'm using the metric system now. Oh. oh. So, in case you're wondering, we are now predicting that we will reach that goal of new the new goal of 4,000 donors. And Fuck perhaps that old goal. Fuck the old goal. Oh, sorry about the coarse language. We'll uh, reach the goal of 4,000 donors in about three days, and we'll reach 8,000 donors by the end of the drive, and we'll finally take our place amongst the super elite rich. I've already gone looking at super yachts. I am saving up all of my money to have the person who is mowing their lawn outside fucking constantly every time I record any bit of audio medium, I will have them killed. <laughs> and you'll be rich enough to get away with it. Oh, absolutely. And if not... Oh, we I'll... will be murdering left and right. And if not, I will go to badminton jail. Um, what, mm. are you, what are you two going to miss the most about being able to relate to our common listeners? Probably being able to eat the simpler cheeses. Yeah. Me t- like, I... <laughs> I I used to get down on like some some craft single slices, and that's just not. Yes, that's just not. Oh my god! Can you guys PayPal me your shares of the Max Fund money that you already have, so I can have this person murdered, and I can get a one good audio quality recording for once in my goddamn life? Sorry, go ahead. What were we saying? Oh yeah, we're very rich. What are you gonna miss, Justin? Uh, uh, I'll miss. You know, right now I can go to the store. And uh, I can look at a gallon of milk and tell you about what it costs. Once I'm among because the, the super rich, because the price is on the thing underneath it. Once I'm among the super rich, I imagine I'll pick up a gallon of milk and say, "What from cows?" Because mm. I'll only drink milk from. Is this one gold? Can I get Yo. a single fucking cent? That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna mm-hmm. spank a spin-off show with my riches, and it's gonna be called Justin and some silent guys, and I'll be able to finish <laughs> all my jokes, and they'll just be like two little Ed McMahons just yucking it up. That's my and, dream. 
But only then will you realize, like, I miss it. You'll no, say, like episode I four, you'll, you'll start a sentence and finish it and go, "Well, that was kind of depressing." Well, I didn't I have an this. ending. I had no ending to that sentence. I never do, uh, and I rely I on my with one hundred percent confidence that will not happen. No way. Okay. No problem. There would have been time now. Ocelot milk was the punchline <laughs> oh, to that geez. one. If Griffin, if you wow. could get it in post, yeah, that, I'm, I've been very, uh, I've been getting real. Hey, good that would at be that. the thing we could actually do is pay someone to actually. <laughs> Um, I am just going to miss Hardee's, I think. They won't even let you in. No. (laughs) Excuse me, sir. You are far too wealthy to be in here. You're making everyone uncomfortable. Are you... The only person as wealthy as you allow in here is Hardy. Mm -hmm. Our owner and CEO. Ed Hardy. (laughs) The owner. (laughs) You can go to Shardy's, which is a version of Hardy's that only serves Swiss Shard and Chardonnay. That'd be a good lunch. God, what a good fucking joke. Do you guys want to <laughs> do some advice? Oh, thank you all for donating to Max Fun Drive. Uh, it's been a pretty killer response. Like, it's sort of blown away our wildest hopes and our uh, craziest dreams. Uh, but we're but still going. What does that mean? Does that mean that you should get a free pass? No. No. It's time It's time to knuckle down and get uh, that donation to knuckle in. We're at we're, time we're to over 2,000. Time to triple deke us into the super right. rich. We're over 2,000 donors, which is our original goal. If we get up to 2,500, Jesse and Jordan will... Are they going to record an actual episode out on... Lake? In a gross lake. Yep. In a gross, gross lake. Travis is going to get a Mabim Bam tattoo um, that the internet is still deciding on what that's going to look like. Uh, if we crush it, if we get to 4,000 donors, we're going to do two bonus episodes of every show on the network. Um <sighs> So two extra Mabim Bams and two extra Adventure Zones and two extra Sawbones and two extra uh, Bunker Buddies is um, a lot of extra shit that we're going to do over the course of the year if we get to 4,000. So if you haven't donated and you need a reason to, uh, that's a good one. So uh, we, we'll- we already decided beforehand that one of our bonus episodes would be the much the much requested My Sister, My Sister, and Me, where our wives get to answer an episode of full of advice. So uh, if you've wanted that one, that would be just one of the many audio delights to tickle your timpani, tympanic membranes. And not only that, but for every member who signs up or upgrades above the 2,000 goal, so like it's already happening, MaxFun is going to donate five meals to hungry families in Los Angeles uh, to the LA Regional Food Bank. So not only are you giving back to the network, you're giving back to other people who need it way more than us. So it's an awesome thing to do. The heat is on. We'll tell you all about uh, how to donate, what you get for donating. Let me get you a URL, though, real quick. Or yeah, why yeah, don't you yeah, just give me a quick URL. Uh, it's MaximumFun.org slash donate. We'll tell you all about that stuff, what you get, all that good stuff later on. But for now, Advision. I think that's a word. Wow, there uh, we are inside the lawnmower now. Whoa, guys, watch out for the blades. Duck, duck, duck. <laughs> this is like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, but in audio form. Right. It's a lot cheaper to produce, is, is the nice thing. That actually was how uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids first existed as a radio play in the 40s. Uh-huh. When they adapted it into a movie. Not a lot of people know that. It's based on, it came on between uh, The Shadow and The George Burns Show. Look at these uh, minuscule children. I, it was originally called Sweetums. I Unshrinkified these lovable adults we call our kids. <laughs> and they shortened it. In the, the Crest Time Fun Happy Family Hour. <laughs> Welcome once again to the Crest Fun Time Happy Hour. For Sweetums, I unshrinked the lovable adults we call our children. Starring Cary Grant as Wayne Zelensky and 
Deborah Winger. <laughs> the immortal vampire. <laughs> the immortal Deborah Winger, which I mean quite literally as Mrs. Zelensky. As Dracula. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> Honey, I've been shrunken the kids again. Uh, advice time is two minutes ago. It's half past advice. My sister-in-law is a notorious regifter, even of used items. She once gave me a partially burned candle, food from her own freezer, and four half-used bottles of dishwashing soap as housewarming gifts. Even when a present isn't is new, she'll tell me it's a regift and why she didn't want it. Should I refuse her unwanted junk, or would that make me as rude as her? And that's from looking a regift horse in the mouth. Why is she giving you her garbage? Is your house shaped like a garbage can? Like that one woman's house was shaped like a boot? Wait, uh, do you mean the little old lady who lives in the shoe, Griffin? Yeah, you a little old lady who lives in a basuda? Are you Oscar the Grouch? Are you Oscar the Grouch even? Did you even uh, consider that? It, actually, at the end, it looks like the email address is oscarthegrouch at grinder.com. So, <laughs> grinder.com? I don't think they offer That's domains. For, that is weird. I, That's weird. He must be on the staff. Let me check the ISP, and let me just tap this into my CSI cyber search. Yeah, it says the garbage can. <laughs> Grinder is run out of a garbage can by Oscar the Grouch? <laughs> I, I've always suspected, but yeah. now I can confirm that Oscar the Grouch runs the website and sex service Grinder out of a garbage can. Um, this is the worst thing I've... I, so I I don't understand. Even when a present is new, she'll tell you it's a regift and why she didn't want it. Are they saying that when she buys this from a goddamn Lowe's and brings it to your house, brand <laughs> no, new, says, no, no, by no, the no, way... No. She no. only regifts. New as in unopened. Okay, so not a like, half-used not bottle half of used. goddamn dishwashing. So. Well, is she, do you think she's saying it like... Hey, um, this is actually such and such got me, but I like I already had a toaster and I didn't need it, so I thought you could would like it. Or is she saying like I didn't want this? Do you want it? What? I like, mean, there's there's some part of me that thinks in our like consumption addicted society, there's something very useful about the idea of like, well, here I'm not making use of this, you make use of it. But really, it's just her garbage so like it's it's more like will you throw this away from me well that's the thing is like mm-hmm. it, there i think so for in cincinnati there was a time where Teresa and i had like three waffle irons because it was like one had been listen given to, to us listen to braggy mcgee over i here. know well it's that max fun money um one had been given to us and the other two we had already purchased at uh at thrift stores because one oh. was square and one was round right oh my so, god you're just uh, well, sorry, Travis, but that's not a normal thing. You're a madman. Well, I didn't do it. My wife did. Say shit to her, Griffin. She's a mad yeah. woman. Why? She? I need a one square waffle stacked atop a circular waffle, Listen, or else it Teresa tastes and different. I deeply enjoy waffles. I need a multi-shape breakfast experience. But my point being that if somebody had expressed desire, like if they had said, like I can't find a waffle iron anywhere. I could see where you could justifiably, re- like, for our wedding, one of our friends gave us a set of their cast iron, because cast iron is a thing that, like, you pass along, and, like, 
it's something that's supposed to be given to other people because that, it's already aged and treated it's and got everything. that food stank deep in it already and you exactly want it takes you a long do time want that. it's a weird thing it's the one thing cast iron skills are the one thing in your house that you want dirty mm-hmm. yes you want to leave like some dirt that, on them that regifting makes sense a half burned candle and some used dishwashing soap bottles I think we've all been at a place with a candle where you're looking at a new candle and you're like where do I even start right <laughs> I wish there was an, an easy jumping off point with right. this candle some sort of some sort of uh, like, origin like Doctor Who where do I get on board right well, here I, it yeah, is right. let me let me burn it net down enough for you what if I it's mean, one of those candles that has a ten dollar bill inside you guys do have I mean I'm sure everybody has had a candle in their house that they just haven't tucked into yet because they're not sure they're ready for the commitment right, right. Mm. yeah or even um, worse, you light it and then you're like, "Oh, this smells like cookie farts." But maybe somebody else likes cookie farts. I and like, what are you gonna do with that candle? Just throw it away? You yeah. burned it once. You give it to somebody and you say, "I hate this. I are hate you? this. I hope you like it." But if you don't, chain it, my brother. I <laughs> I live a pretty confrontation free lifestyle, and it works for me. Not always, but most of the time, it works for me. If one of the two of you came to my house with an old shitty candle and a couple half-used bags of bagel bites and four half-used bottles of of uh, of dishwashing soap i would say do not bring those into my house <laughs> i do not like i i will they're wrapped though it's a no, secret i picture these just in like a kind of torn up like a grocery bag no, that's the worst part. Used gifts beautifully wrapped. Uh-huh. Forty-five dollar <laughs> they're they're gold flaked wrapped. They're, they're and and it's they spent so much money on the wrapping, just invest that into the product itself. Get me two unused bottles of dishwashing soap. To fucking take the four bottles, reallocate them into two bottles, and it will at least look newer. What do you do? That's just lazy. Question asker, I'm gonna tell you exactly what you should do here. This is the thing. In gift giving, every it is universally agreed that it is the thought that counts, right? And I think that works both ways. Because if the, basically thought, what the, if the thought sucks, which it does it, here. Exactly. Because basically what this person is doing is saying, I didn't pick out a gift for you. I gave you something I already had. So the thought is as minimal as it could possibly be and still on some technical level be considered a gift. So I think you are completely within your rights to say, like, I don't want this. Like, this is <laughs> this is not a thing that applies to me specifically. This is stuff you had at your house that you're trying to get rid of. I'd rather not take it into my house. Thank you. Although I will say, I will say, it's really satisfying when you're doing like a, a cleansing of your supplies of your clean of your a cleansing of your cleaning supplies, and you say, "I'm I have so many goddamn half used bottles of dishwashing soap under the sink. I'm just going to toss them all and start over." And then you have so much more room down there, and this person is giving you that experience from the start. You just put them right under the sink, look at them, survey your goods, and say, "No, this will not do." Put those right in the garbage and go out and buy new soap. As my housewarming present to you, I'm giving you the future opportunity to throw these away and feel good about yourself. Yeah, exactly. This half-used candle, I'm never going to finish this. I don't particularly like the candle stink it makes. (laughs) Uh, Have you considered the possibility that the gift is the paper? Like, have you checked for maps? Have you done a map check on the gift wrap? 
Or maybe it's like if you put together the clues and you're like, what does half-burned candle plus garbage food from your freezer plus four half-empty bottles of dishwashing? So, oh, my God, I know where the Constitution is. Well, yeah, we all do. It's like at a museum. No, you know where the American Constitution is. Oh, shit. Which one are we talking about? McDonald Land. The McDonald Lion Constitution. (laughs) I took a McDonald Land Constitution once and I got kicked out. We the people in order to form a more perfect burger. <laughs> um, that's the Constitution, right? Or the Declaration? Nobody can keep. We us hold straight. these pickles to be self-evident. <laughs> and we- oh, by the way, would you take these pickles? We're just holding them. They're in getting our bare warm hands. in my sweaty palm. All fry guys are created equal. Do you guys want a Yahoo? Can we, can I talk about, can I, I know we talk about McDonald's every episode. Can I yeah. say something about McDonald's real quick? No, please. It is a really weird uh, makeup of residents in McDonald's, if you think about it, because half of their population is constituted uh, from like uh, hu- anthrop- anthropomorphized French fry uh, monsters. Food. Well, there's there's uh, the fry guys, which are made of French fries. There's uh, the, the Mary Mary Cheese, Cheese. who has a hamburger. The other half of the McDonaldland constituency is made up of people who are almost defined by their desire to eat McDonald's food. Is there a food chain of McDonaldland, like a very grim reality where like you have a person who's like whole thing hamburger is like he like wants to chomping. steal. He wants to steal and eat Mary McCheese's head. That's all there is. Fucking constantly. He wants to constantly. decapitate Mary McCheese. Take that, and then nobody would ever see him again because it's the perfect crime. That's the one. That is the last job that he will ever need to do, and then he can retire. Every night before they put Grimace in prison, they count the number of fry guys there are. Mm-hmm. Because if there's one missing, you know he got out, and somebody's it's somebody's ass. Do you think that they created Grimace as like the embodiment of how you feel after you eat too much McDonald's? <laughs> And that, that is actually accurate, both in like, discre- like physical, yeah. just like vested, like his look and his name. Like, uh. Uh. and then there's a bird woman. What the fuck? Yeah, what, yeah. How, how about a little well, bit that of consistency? Was because whoever was designing the world was eating at McDonald's, and there were just a hundred pigeons outside eating the eating all the fries yeah, scattered do around a bird the ground. Woman. How about or the nuggets come from her? Like oh, every every God. afternoon, she just looks under her armpit. And there's like two more nuggets. Like good news, guys, got another delivery. <laughs> Who are you? Where are the apple pie boys? Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Oh man. Yo, I'm I'm the Shamrock Shake. I only come around once a year. Why is that? Who's got a couch for me? Not again, Shamrock Shake. You would think maybe he would be Irish. In- no, he's from Boston. <laughs> All right. Do you guys want a Yahoo? <laughs> yes, please. Uh, this Yahoo. I'm walking here. This Yahoo was. Uh, this Yahoo was sent in by Carrie Poppy. A little bit of cross podcast fusion. Uh, it's all about synergy here, because now we're rich, and we know all about things like synergy. It's by Yahoo. She is from Ono oh Ross and Carrie, which you should also listen to you on the MaximumFun.org network. Uh, they, we were talking. There was a Mac- it's quick diversion. Uh, we we were on a thread talking about different Maximum Fun shows, and she mentioned in passing that Ono, Ross, and Carrie episodes take anywhere f- between 10 and 80 hours of investigative research. Can you... <clears throat> Just like us. This, that McDonald Land <laughs> bit, that took us 12 hours of researching the 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 physical makeup of every McDonald Land creature. The- this show would be biannual. We could literally, it could be like, man, I can't wait for another Equinox so I can get another My Brother, My Brother and Me episode. 
Uh, Carrie Poppy sent this in. Thank you, Carrie. It's by Yahoo Answers user. I am trying to look at their name, and it says, uh, sorry, something has gone wrong, and it won't load. So, yep. Well, yes, that's not at all ominous. Uh, sorry, something has gone wrong asks, Peter Popoff Miracle Water to Cure Obese Cat. Hmm? Hi, my cat Sammy is a male cat, six years old, but he is very obese because he loves butter. I am Christian. I am Christian, and I noticed Peter Popoff. Uh, actually, they have misspelled it here as Peter Papoof. <laughs> Peter Papoof said on TV that his miracle spring water, which he manufacture, can produce miracles such as riches or cure health problems. The prophet sent me some of that water after I route him a ladder. Do I pour it on Sammy, or should he drink it? I want to ask the people who used this miracle water before. Peter? Um, I here, well, Here's one thing I can say pretty concretely. It will be equally effective. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also, just before we get into the discussion of the water, want to point out, cats don't have their own access to butter. Like, there is <laughs> right. no problem where you're like, this cat just keeps getting butter, and I don't know how to stop it. Where him. do you keep getting butter, Mr. Mittens? Same Mr. question. Mr. Mittens, about, you've been same, to the store once more. Same question I have about Garfield, right? Garfield clearly has an affinity for lasagna, and you always see him in the strips. He's just got a big, like, fucking sweaty, sweaty tray of lasagna there. Wait, but, did, did John, did Arbuckle fucking give him that? Did he just make a, bake a lasagna? And then put it on the floor and say, here, let my cat eat this. You, you had to prepare that lasagna or go out to the <clears> store and purchase it pre-made, preheated. And then you get or, home from the store and you say, okay, cat time. And you put that lasagna on the floor. What are you doing? The cat is maybe that. Maybe Garfield signed up for some kind of like evil nature box where they just deliver lasagnas to his door. <laughs> Can we talk about something else? Uh, 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 something related to this? Yeah, please. John Arbuckle is a single man living on his own. Uh-huh. What is his... How is his thing going that he's like, uh, an- another big tray of lasagna just for me? Not for him, though. <laughs> Not for him. This is what I'm saying. He is consciously making the conscious decision to put lasagna on the floor for his cat to enjoy. Did he win some sort of fucking Stouffer's contest when he was 17 years old and now he gets free sweet Zahn for life? What's going on? It doesn't make any sense. Peter Papoof, Miracle <laughs> It's so optimistic, though. By the by, the time this lasagna goes bad, I might have met somebody to share it with. <laughs> yeah, that's a, but, you know, maybe that's his line. Maybe he goes to a bar and says, like, news, baby. "Hey, I got some lasagna at home." <laughs> and Only then he gets two home days old. And it, that line here's the worst part. That line always works. And then he gets home. He's like, "Fuck, fuck the cat ate it again." You cock blocked me again. Garfield, you cock blocked me again with your zombie. I thing. thought we were gonna eat lasagna. Never mind, I'm leaving. Do you Baby, want me to, no. Uh, do you want me to go to Speedy Tony's all night lasagna button? No, I don't. I want the home cooked zon that I was promised at the bar. Give me an hour, I'll make another one. No, that's an hour I don't have, John. We are gonna eat Zonya, fuck, and then I gotta go. He does it. She's like, fine, just one. Y'all give you one hour. And then he makes it. He's like, oh, it's a little too hot. I'm going to leave this out on the shelf to cool, uh, babe. And no. then here in 20, we'll eat it. Oh, no, not again. I was trying to eat some hot lasagna, get some hot lasagna fuck energy. And then I was going <laughs> to blow your mind. I needed the carbo load. Peter Papoof, miracle water to cure obese cat. Are we talking about a topical solution or is this an analgesic? 
If there's one thing I know about little big kitties, they don't like to have water put on them. No. Yeah. That is true. But, I mean, this it, I, it is a very obese cat. I, the funny thing about this miracle water is that if you dumped the miracle water on top of the cat every time it tried to eat butter, it would probably work. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> or anything. <laughs> Anytime it tried to do anything, if you spray it long enough, it'll get the hint. It'll get the net. Oh, no butter. Okay. Oh, all, all right. right. I can dig it. Okay, so when I touch the butter, I get wet, and I don't like that, so I guess butter's bad. Cool. What if it's an enema situation? Oh, Jesus. No, okay. I'm just it's saying, my, all my butter is, is my enema. What if the dude came out and was like, listen, I, I've i invented a miracle water, and I, I swear to I God, swear, guys, guys, listen, it totally works. I swear, works. promise, I promise it'll work. But, but you got to put it in your butt. Do you think I, people would still be so gung-ho about trying the miracle water? Again, I think, like, my arthritis in my wrist is getting really bad from all of my typing and uh, pro-gaming. But, like, if I put some water in my butt via an enema, I'll probably feel better, right? Like, not in my wrist, but I'll just, I'll be a little cleaner down there, I think. So, like, I think it'll still have, I think no matter what, you're going to like how you feel. But how will you feel about butter? I don't think that I'm fine with butter. Um, what if every time your cat tries to eat butter, you give it an enema? It's <laughs> <laughs> effective training tool. Yeah, I mean, it, it'll work. Ask Jackson Galaxy. That's his number one thing. Okay, cat won't stop scratching your couch. Uh, here, let me uh, get out my enema. I keep it in my guitar case. Let me get out. And- oh, I see. You've got this. Is great. You've got a kitty play place right by the window, <laughs> so he's got lots of different levels to play on. Lots of toys. Great. How many enemas a day would you say you're doing? Let me. You know, uh, he does. He does that, but Super Nanny tries to take that that trick, and she goes to jail. Mm-hmm. And everybody gets du- so uptight. Double double standard. Let me get out my galaxy hose. That's what he calls. <laughs> Do you guys ever think about the fact that Jackson Galaxy? With his guitar case full of hoses and other cat training tools, is basically the cat El Mariachi. Yeah. You ever you ever think about that? He's basically El Mariachi of the, from of Robert, Robert Rodriguez fame. But Griffin, for kitties. Let me, let me tell you the sad thing I think about every time I think about Jackson Galaxy. There had to have come a time. When he looked at his guitar in his guitar case and said, I don't even need to bother with the guitar anymore. No. I've never heard him play. He made the decision to throw away the instrument and just fill it with cat shit. Yeah. Whoa. Brainstorm. Oh, gosh. Excuse me, guys. Uh, If we reach 4,000 donors, can we do one of our bonus episodes be with special guest Bert? Jackson Galaxy. Do you think he'd come on the show? I feel like we've always been pretty nice. About I him. don't know. That's a hundred percent true. Oh, nobody's <laughs> got to listen to all the back episodes, right? Yeah, I don't I think he say, would. Vet, I don't think he I would could, vet us especially hard. If 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 we do one of our bonus episodes, I think should be just like a night of all the stars we can get on our podcast. All guests spreading at the same time. So fucking Jackson Galaxy, Scott Bakula, Scott Dracula, um, mm-hmm. Scott Bakula is, is. We've had a. 100% success rate with attempting to get people on our program. The only person who's ever said no is is uh, Scott Bakula's people. Did it hurts, hurts to this day. He's our white whale. Did not have the time. I'll get you Scott Bakula. <laughs> what if we just keep emailing him every month and pretend like it's the first time we've ever reached out to him? 
Just hey, Scott. With that schedule again. No, 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 no. I'm saying reach out to him. Say, hi, Scott. We have an exciting opportunity for you. Do you like advice? Do you like podcasts? Do you want to reach out to our 35 million listeners? Well, we have an opportunity for you. It's called My Brother, My Brother. I mean, you want to be on it? And he says, no, 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 no. I'm doing CSI New Orleans. Like, I don't need your help with my career anymore. Uh, and we say, okay, we that's... We did miss that window, though, didn't we? we Can did. we all agree on that? Yeah, we, we absolutely missed that window. Missed it. By just a few months, too, which is the frustrating thing. I'm saying the month after that, we say, hi, Scott Bakula. My name is Griffin McElroy. I'm from a podcast called My Brother, My Brother, Me. We have an exciting opportunity for you. And either we will get him on the show by tricking him, or we will make him think he's gone insane. <laughs> I don't want to hit four thousand donors. I can guarantee that we will gaslight Scott Bakula. Absolutely, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that to Scott Bakula. We will uh, gaslight hey, him right into our. Hearts. If we get to four thousand donors, we will learn how to pronounce that dude's last name. I promise. I got another question here, Travis, but it's so long. Do I really have to it's, read all? It's of this? a good one. Okay, it's very. It's a rich vein. This is on you. Okay. Okay. Do you want me to read it? No, Justin, you uh, got it. No, I don't want to break tradition here. Okay. Recently, I helped my friend, she's also a bambino, move into a new apartment where he will be living with a classmate of ours. Let's call her Cheryl. My friend didn't have that much stuff to move, but no, really, like one trip in a Toyota RAV4. However, Cheryl had a big moving truck, my RAV4, and multiple trips of her Civic worth of stuff. Here's where the problem lies. She asked me if I would help since I was already helping my friend move in, and she would, quote, get us pizza. After a couple of hours moving her stuff out of her old place, her and her boyfriend started eating cold pizza for the night before and offered us some, which we ate like man beasts, one slice each. And we were both around 250 pounds. We then moved all of our stuff to the new apartment. She invited my friend and me to lunch at an Applebee's-like establishment. There is no place like the bees, but moving on. Even when we sat down, she said something about buying, but... When the checks came, she had them split, and we each had to pay for our own lunches. I'm right in the middle of being annoyed. I'm right for being annoyed, right? Or was the cold pizza that I get, you know, caveat emptor, and inviting us to lunch was just because we were there when they were making plans? That's from Contemplating Contractual Compensation in Concord. That is a really good name. Oh, my God, though. I would go into the person's house and start moving them out. Uh Uh-huh. I would walk back out the door and just start carrying things out. And where are you going with my TV? I don't know. Where are you going with my pizza promise? It's being remade and broke. Because you're yeah. terrible. By you're tr- late on your pizza dues. By tricking you into eating garbage pizza, this person has pulled a goddamn Mother Goose bridge troll trick on you. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is definitely where you're looking at like a nursery rhyme scenario. Is this person some sort of nymph of the forest? Who is trying to trick you into giving her your son or daughter? Is, oh, you've fallen for my pizza conundrum. <laughs> right. By, by eating that cold pizza on the wrong side of the river sticks, you are now officially Hades' concubine. Mm-hmm. I think that's the kind of situation that you've gotten into, where they've pulled a food trick on you. What a goddamn disaster. I can't imagine eating, uh, going to fucking town at an Applebee's-like establishment, and just, like, going crazy on appetizers, like having four different appetizers, two different entrees, oh. and six desserts, thinking, like, this is the best day of my goddamn life. There is nothing that makes a s- Southwest Quesadilla s- steak tower taste better than mm-hmm. knowing someone else is picking up the tab. And then you t- get that tab, and all of a sudden the food turns rotten. And t- the fields <laughs> in your tummy turn ash fallow. On your <laughs> I cannot even imagine 
that getting the fucking rug pulled out from under me. You should you should be on like a fucking sixty minutes special with this story. This is some rescue nine one one shit. This is garbage. This is the worst. Thing. This is what the, that show the Jinx was about. That some guy who did this to some of his friends. Mm-hmm. What did I do? Tricked them all into eating cold pizza. Got them. They, helped, they, helped they carried me. my futon up the stairs, and then I crushed their dreams. I have not seen the show. Were we just being incredibly insensitive about a true? Don't life know. Crime story? Haven't seen the show. Haven't either. seen the show. Probably being very insensitive about a true life crime story, though. Never seen the show myself. Your first mistake. <laughs> Good reference, <you're>, everybody. <laughs> cool. hey, just around the horn. Super cool job, the three of us referencing. <laughs> we did real good there. Next, we knew next, there was a cultural touchstone we hadn't mentioned yet. Didn't we, have any other info, we skipped but we went a, for it. We skipped a stone, crossed the surface of it, and let it be. <laughs> next up, some great goose about the works of Flaubert. Another topic... <laughs> Which we're well equipped to. Your mistake, of course, was agreeing to help this person move. What? No, absolutely. That not. There's no. There's no. Okay, listen. The only reason that you would agree to help a stranger move and they offered you pizza is that you don't know how to get pizza other ways, <laughs> and that's that's pretty sad and scary now, to me. Now, Justin, Travis, I'm going to Patrick, contradict you here. Whoa! Because, because well, first, the problem, I'm a bim bam first. <laughs> the problem is this stranger is moving in with a friend of yours, so you're going to. I could see that this helping them move as an investment in future friendship, because it's like we're going to be hanging out at this apartment with our buddy who were actually there to help move. Their f- investment in future friend Travis. They're friends that I distance myself from because I suspect they might want to move in the next six months. Are you kidding? This is the only reason people make friends. The the, the debt's already been paid. There's no reason to pursue a friendship if you already help the person m- move. Are oh, you you're crazy? Saying that this is your like you help this dude move and he's never going to speak to you again. Right, yeah, this is the end game for friendship. Yeah, well, you're definitely never going to speak to him again because he lives with just a food monster. Yeah, some sort of pizza warlock. This This thing sucks, and if you want to press charges, I can put you in contact with my people. They do very contact Judge John Hodgman right this second and make this happen. This is a huge issue. Contact Judge John Judy. I'm so livid about this that I can't actually advise this. Yeah, it's very upsetting. Let's take that anger. throw their stuff out the window. Let's take that anger and let's channel it into asking people for money. Listen, I've distanced myself uh, from everybody who would help me move, and I have no money to hire movers. And that's where you come in. You are moving very soon. (laughs) You're you're all part of the plan. You haven't even thought about this, Justin. You're moving very soon. Yeah, and I'm out of options. I have no options You've been fucking paying it backward for a decade now. I was trying to get my baby to do curls this week, so maybe she could cut, carry, uh, I don't know, a pillow, a scarf, something to help. No, you've been you've been getting three people to do you a favor that you do nothing about after that, and it dies with you. You've been paying it backward. Travis, tell us about the Max Fund Drive. Okay, here's the thing. Let's assume I'm going to assume for the sake of this pledge break that this is the first episode of my brother, my brother, and me you've ever listened to. Maybe even your first podcast. So here's what you need to know. Here are the basics. MaximumFun.org is a donor-supported network, which means that we rely heavily on the support of listeners like you and your friends to help make the awesome shows on MaximumFun.org possible. 
Um, they goes it's it's not just money to pay the host. It goes to pay production costs. It goes to pay to keep the lights on at Max Fun HQ to put new shows on the network and to help us grow um, our show. Since last Fun Drive, we've added two new shows to the network that were just Macroy based, and we've added others that you should listen to now if you haven't yet. But new shows are created because of support from listeners like you. So how it works is. Once a year, uh, we ask you to commit to making monthly donations. So every month, uh, that will automatically come out of uh, your bank account to help us support Max Fun and now, support what are those us, levels? like paying for hosting fees and uh, up upfront travel costs and stuff for when we do shows, tours, like we're doing in shit, like eleven days. God, very. Soon I mean, we are hitting the that's the awesome thing is the money that you donate goes to what you care about it goes to the shows that you love and the shows that you listen to and from what i found and don't quote me on this but that's not very normal that's very unique to max fun yeah it's the fact a special thing you're supporting us directly tell us tell the people what they will get for giving us monthly donations at whatever level they feel comfy with well i can say this across the board there's different levels but the main thing that you get is one, our gratitude, and two, a feeling of ownership and membership in the MaximumFun.org family. But not only that, you also get real shit, too. (laughs) Like, quantifiable shit. For $5 a month, you get access to exclusive donors-only bonus content. And not just for this year, for all the past years. So there's like years and years and years and years of bonus content. Justin did the math, and it's like days and days of content. I want to say there's like five bonus Bim Bams on there at this point. Oh, at least. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a... If you like... If you you like my brother, my brother, and me, and you donate at least five bucks a month to uh, this, uh, this this year's drive. You donate five bucks a month, you will get a, a live from my brother, my brother and me recorded at San Francisco Sketch Fest, the world's only episode of the extant episode that's not on the deep web of Big Gulp, recorded in Los Angeles, a demo of uh, Fugue for Brother Horns uh, performed by Lin-Manuel Miranda, the uh, uh, author of the hip musical Hamilton, who also did a parody of Fugue for Tin Horns from Guys and Dolls Wait, that's, for us. That's he a to- he's a Tony Award winner, He's folks. a Tony Award we winner, folks. We spared no expense. He got the, as we reminded him recently, he's got the igot, and he is so close to the ah. And if you donate to Maximum Fun, you could help him win that Oscar. Yeah. Get him that Oscar. Uh, 2014, My Brother, My Brother, Me bonus episode. 2013, 2012. There's another one from 2012 for Max Fun Day. 2011, there's... Uh, two riff videos that we did of public service announcements there's 15 minutes of live mabim bam from austin in 2012 it's there's a line by and then there is a 45 minute prequel episode of the adventure zone which is one of my favorite things we've ever recorded uh there's how many sawbones uh two or three two or th- one one, two, two or three. Two two, two, two. two bonus sawbones. There's a bonus. Oh, and the bonus sawbones for this year is a full length commentary for the finale of Two and a Half Men. <laughs> Suck it. Perfect. <laughs> uh, there's a bonus bunker, buddy. There's a bonus episode. There's fucking a lot. If you like Jordan Jesse Go, I can't even imagine how many bonus episodes of that show are, are available. And there's that's just for $5 a month. So, right. like, that's so much. And, and so for $10 a month, you get that and a drive exclusive tote bag that you're only going to be able to get during Max Fun Drive. 
Um, and then for $20 a month, you get the tote bag, you get the bonus content, and you get an in-flight power pack that contains a mobile device charger, a collapsible water bottle, antibacterial wipes, and pilot wings. For thir- for $35 a month, you get all of that and a pair of rocket engraved shot glasses. Now, I've got the tumblers, and they are beautiful. So yeah. uh, trust me, you're going to want these shot glasses. Now, say you've got a little bit more, and you're looking to give it a higher level. Well, for $100 a month, you get all, everything from the previous levels, and you become a member in the Inner Circle, our monthly culture club. And how that works is once a month, a MaxFun host or a MaxFun employee will pick some kind of cultural thing, and they will ship it to you. It could be a movie. It could be uh, you know, a, an album. But it could be the something. album Music Evolution by the awesome band Buckshot LaFunk, which is what we which sent is what we did. all of the... It likely uh, won't be that again, no. I would bet. No, Probably not. Then Probably this not. time it will be their self-titled album, Buckshot LaFunk. And they'll send you a note telling you all about it and send you either a physical copy or a download code or something that you can get a hold of it. Now, say you want to do $200 a month. Holy shit. You one, I, I love you so much. That's where Two, we are at with our billions now. Yes, you get everything else from all the other levels plus free registration to Max FunCon twenty sixteen. Let me tell you, this is not only great because it makes good financial sense, but two, that shit sells out so quickly. You don't even have to worry about it. You're, take, yeah, you're take set. a nap on ticket sale day. Take a take a dirt nap. Well, don't do that. Just take a long nap. Oh, and not only that, get it before. So those are all the levels. You should do that. Find a level that's right for you and do that. But also, there's a special competition going on right now that if you tweet using the hashtag MaxFunDrive, you're automatically entered in a contest that if your tweet is picked as the best tweet, you'll win a free ticket to MaxFunCon 2015. Holy crap. Which is already sold out, has been sold out for months. So there's a lot of different things you can get for donating. We also have challenge donors who, for every new donor that we get, uh, will kick in a certain amount of cash and all of those. There's there's a bunch of them at this point, and they all add up. So if you're a new donor, then, then we get another chunk of change from them. And also, if you are an existing donor, you can get uh, these pledge gifts if you upgrade your donation. The so- cool thing about this, a lot of times if you donate to a group or organization, it's hard to tell exactly where the – the money is going with the max fun drive 70 percent of your donation goes directly to the shows that you say you listen to it's your 70 percent of your pledges 30 percent goes to help run the network and uh there's a lot of overhead with running a podcast network uh believe you me but there uh 70 percent of your donation is uh it goes straight to the shows that you listen to like you are directly supporting them and that's um that's 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 pretty great. Um, the key is to not wait. There's no reason to wait. If you're thinking about it now and you're like, you know what, I do want to support the shows I listen to. I want to support the shows I love. I, you know, I've got a little bit extra in my budget and I want to do it. Then go now, maximumfund.org forward slash donate while you're thinking about it. Don't wait because there's only by the time this comes out, a couple days left in the Max Fund Drive, and you don't want to miss out on these great gifts. You don't want to miss out on our gratitude, and you want to get caught up in the action of Max Fund Drive. Help us hit that 4,000 donor goal and get all of the other bonus content that could exist if we do that. Just sail away. Come sail, sail away, away with, with us. us. Wait, can you give me the address one more time? I didn't get a chance to write it down. It's MaximumFun.org forward slash donate and then tweet at us so we can thank you. After you're done donating, take your game and recognize the game of Rachel Sperling. Who sent in this Yahoo answer? Thank you, Rachel Sperling. It's by Yahoo Answers user. They are anonymous. The I, group? Yep. Yeah. 
they said, President Obama, your <laughs> secrets. No. Uh, they said, is there any science to a nerdgasm? Okay, so uh, I was watching The Flash. Major, sp- <laughs> major spoilers for The Flash. And then there's a big spoiler for The Flash here. And I'm going to leave it out because I assume that some people listen. Is it who, that he runs watch- really fast? Yeah, he runs really fast. And when I found that out, okay, end of spoiler. I had a crazy nerdgasm. It felt so real. I was wondering if there's any science or research supporting this. I'm sorry. It felt so real. Oh, yeah, I saw him run so fast, and I just blew a huge one. What? It felt so real. You produced a a, a spumy fluid. The Do imp- implied never- think about what they're putting out into the internet. The implied addendum to it felt so real is it felt so real. I bet. Yeah, I bet. I, I bet imagine. it felt compared to some compared to the real orgasms I've had. It was so real. I'm just wondering if there's any science or research supporting this. I mean, our scientific complex, our American scientific complex is so crazy corrupt, hello global warming, that I wouldn't put it past us that we're probably spending probably subsidizing billions uh, of my taxpayer dollars to pay for scientists to watch episodes of The Flash and then there's a control group but- that's just jerking off. Isn't isn't a nerdgasm just like I got really excited to see a thing that I like, and like, I and has, I jizzed and real I jizz. Has I w- has anyone ever thought that that's what a nerdgasm really meant? I think that we as a society are doing something now that we should have done many years ago. And officially retiring the phrase nergasm from the popular vernacular. Yes. Once someone thinks that they have experienced this thing that lazy uh, bloggers made up, probably. Yeah. Once, you've ex- th- once you have people thinking they've experienced this phenomenon that is made up and not real, then it's probably, ta- it's probably but, gotten reckless. I mean, it's, it's just a portmanteau, people. Or is it a real scientific phenomenon? Welcome to San Diego Comic-Con. Here is a mop and bucket. We're going to need you to chip in. If, oh my god, the Firefly panel. If you see we are, something, mop something. Yeah, at the Firefly panel, we had to put down fucking plastic sheets everywhere. That you will be wading out of the Firefly panel. It's a disaster in there. It's a biological hazard. He said I came to misbehave, and you could literally see it coming out the window. Right, it's really, really A lot bad. of those people just came to came. <laughs> it's really, really bad. This has been a very bad run of sentences that we've had. <laughs> A lot of really upsetting, a lot of very challenging concepts. But don't you think that this is a like a a bigger indication of uh, of the issue of like people not understanding what a reference, like when someone says something like, "Oh yeah, I had a total nerdgasm," that there's some small portion of people that go, "What what is that?" Or maybe we're just like being pretty fucking reckless with language. Maybe if we're gonna say something, it should mean that like this this question asker is a um a kind of adult, but they raise a fine point. Like if this doesn't exist, if you can't have a nerd, if you can't have a scientific verifiable nerdgasm, maybe it shouldn't be a thing. Maybe don't be so flippant with language. Yeah. Why don't you just say pleasurable pleasurable sensation? I I got really excited. Or just like okay. 
I was watching The Flash and I ejaculated for some reason. And I guess that <laughs> I ejaculated for a solid 20 minutes. Not the first two, because I totally saw that coming. Right. But then after the first two minutes, it was a solid, like, 20 minutes of, like, a slow orgasm. And then I died. Um, so, yeah, it's probably a real thing, right? Oh, that's definitely. where we all landed. I've, I haven't been paying attention for the past 10 minutes, but I think that's where we all landed. I, I mean, I can say this. I watched the Avengers trailer, and I saw a flash of vision at the end, and I ruined three pairs of pants. Yeah. I actually, I didn't, because I haven't been able to have a nerdgasm uh, for the past oh, couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> That's so hard to say, sorry. say that. I've been loud. taking, um, like, nerd hormone, like, therapy to try and get my mm-hmm. stuff right, and frankly, this is the bravest I've ever felt, just sort of talking about it. It's just nothing does it for me anymore, I guess. When, when would you say that, like, you was the last? My last thing? nerdgasm? Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's tough. Um, I remember uh, after seeing Iron Man 2, uh, a movie that Iron Man was not in, uh, and I just sort of dried up down there after just mm-hmm. walking out of the theater. I just sort of, it just sort of went fallow. Brothers, I work at a very large company with a very lax dress code. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. This reminds me of something. What's that? Uh, a great tweet we got. Uh, yesterday from, did you guys see this? From Terry Gross apologizing? Had, saying, I'm sorry for chomping your flay for so many years? No. We got a, uh, 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 a, a tweet about somebody who works, it's from somebody who works, like, oh, yeah. in the FCC building. Oh, yeah. Or, or like, somewhere adjacent, I don't know, they're in the same complex as the, as the, uh, FCC, and, uh, they ended up in an elevator with the chairman of the FCC. Uh, and this happened to them twice. Uh, and he gave the FCC chair a plug from a bim bam, trying to explain what the show was that he was listening to on his phone, I guess, without uh, headphones or what have you. And after explaining the premise, the chairman of the FCC said, oh, it's like click and clack for the modern generation. That's the, that's, <laughs> that is the most flattering thing that anybody has ever said about our show. Unfortunately, the next day, the FCC did crack down on podcasts, and now we're all being I was going to say, like, it, Tom Wheeler finds out that our show is also distributed through the, the, the internet. He might have to turn around on net neutrality. He's like, well, I wanted to be neutral, but look what you've done. Look, look at how <laughs> reckless you've been. Brothers, I work at a very large company with a very lax dress code. Somebody in my building takes things a bit too far. He never wears shoes or socks. At times, I see him in our cafeteria with naked feet. And even worse, there have been times when I've seen him at the urinal. I quit. Without any barrier between his feet and everything else. Tapping out. Tapping out. You guys handle this one alone. I am. How can I need to take a walk. How can I let this very casual acquaintance know that this is not okay, even if it does still fit in our dress code? That's from Mortified in Madison. You're going to need to accidentally step on his feet a couple of times. Or just don't worry about it, because I think the staph infection will probably get him. I think that, I you, think he's, he's not super long for this world. This was Athlete, my RA. Athlete's foot again? Oh, how does, That's the third time this week. Weird. I've got staff on one foot and Mercer on the other. How does this keep happening? My I'm, foot I'm, has smallpox? This doesn't seem to make sense. I have like a foot buffet of gross diseases. Somebody, somebody must have nerdgasm all over this place. <laughs> I, this was my RA. A lot of challenging my ideas. Fr- my freshman year, he was known 
for always being barefoot, like walking around campus, being outdoors. And like, I asked him about it eventually. And he was like, you know, at first my feet were real tender, but you know, after a while they really like toughen and leather up. And now it doesn't even bother me. Cause anymore. that's what you want. Cause that's what you gotta have. Basically some- his feet became shoes. I only know one other person that's done this. And it's Bobby McFerrin. I saw an interview with Bobby McFerrin never wears shoes. He says he wants to have rough feet like a dancer's feet. So Bobby McFerrin never wears shoes. He's no tenderfoot. I don't care how rough your goddamn feet are. I don't care if you grow a pair of fucking chucks around them like they're goddamn foot chitin. <laughs> you put fucking shoes on. You put on Japanese courtesy sandals before you go to use the urinal. What are you the fucking Japanese- talking about? In the Japanese style, put some goddamn slippers on. Slime foot. Hey, welcome to the company, slime foot. It's super duper casual Friday. I see you're not wearing pants, but you will put on goddamn courtesy sandals or else I'll fucking fire you. Guys, my favorite contemporary Christian band is Slimefoot. <laughs> you beat me to it. Oh my god, this is the g- grossest and worst thing I've ever heard in my life. I, I I don't care if you walk around and you step on goddamn hedgehog quills all day, and you, and you still don't get the net. You put on fucking Japanese courtesy sandals before you step in front of the urinal. What if you actually like, piss on your foot? Large company doesn't care that one of its employees isn't wearing shoes. Like how fucking I mean, chill? I, unless, I, unless you're I mean, large the answer company. to your question, the answer to your question, Travis, is Radio Shack. Like oh. they're just buying their time, right? <laughs> it's it's basically senior year of college in there. Yeah, it's a, yeah. They everyone in Radio Shack is a severe case of senioritis. I don't care. They're just waiting to graduate to unemployment. If there are. Fuck. By the way, if you listen to this show and you work at Radio Shack, I'm sure it's going to be working. Or Arby's it's going to be great. Any any place of business that we make fun of constantly. Um, I don't care if there are dozens of nozzles hooked up to uh, like propane tanks that just sort of line the bathroom, and only one person's inside allowed inside at a time. And then when that person walks out, the room is just sort of blasted just sort of flame blasted to kill every living thing inside of it and dry up every ounce of spume off the floor. I, you put Japanese courtesy sandals on before you walk in. I don't care if t- a, a fleet of fucking microbots scour it or those scrubbing bubbles, if those things were actually real and did their thing to completely <laughs> fucking cauterize this You're not bathroom. not wearing any shoes. That's disgusting. Yeah, let's get on there or not, because even we have limits. Like, that's the fucking worst mental... I'm thinking... This has ruined my day, because now I'm imagining the sensation of getting slimy feet. Fucking dare you to move slime foot. And I can't... I'm, I literally won't be able to sleep tonight, so thank how you for this How chunky is this dude? Like, how crunchy is he that he's like, nah, man, this, nah, it's dog. God's feet. Dog, listen, that's dog. God's, that's God's piss on the floor. Listen, we, all, listen, we all piss. Do I know we all piss. And it's, it's we don't totally talk about it. It's natural to get other people's pee-pee on the bottom of my feet. The office is a flat circle. Just walk around. Just get walk uh, around. It doesn't even matter, man. Slippery when wet. You know what I mean, dog? You know what I'm saying? Why are your feet pretty? Yeah. It's from the bathroom throne floor cool i stepped in all the pits this is the worst day of my life <laughs> this is the worst day of my life it all you know? mingles together everyone's piss is equal brother my burger like, okay, you're fired from radio shack get out you know there have been moments where someone has walked in the bathroom and seen him with his feet in the sink uh sorry bro sorry, about some gum. <laughs> do, do you think that what happened gums, was bra. this crunchy dude like 
didn't want to go in the bathroom barefoot, but he had committed to this barefoot lifestyle and was like, I can't back out now. They'll all know that I don't really believe in this. And like, he had to make that, like, he didn't, he didn't use the bathroom at work for like the first three months. And then was like, no, I just got to get over it. Or else the other horrifying reality is that this gentleman like wakes up every day going, doesn't matter. I don't care. Doesn't bother me at all what I step on. Think about this. Uh, every office has that one guy that throws half-finished sandwiches on the floor. So think about that guy and the shoeless guy in the same office. They, I bet those two cats do not get along very well. No, they've taped off the office, and they're like, you can be barefoot on that side. I can drop food on this side. Don't cross the line, I'm, I'm, ti- I'm tired of getting pastrami toes, bruh. <laughs> you got your feet in my sandwich. You got your sandwich in my feet. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This sucks, and we both suck. <laughs> My birthday's in like a month. I want you to to get me a fucking Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind treatment to erase this episode from my mind. Do you guys want a Yahoo? Yeah, hit me. This Yahoo was sent in by Ira Ray. Are you Ira Ray? Who wants to know? Thank you, Ira Ray. It's by Yahoo Answers user. Wow, Yahoo, your site fucking sucks now. It's been a while since I've railed on Yahoo, but like when your goddamn usernames won't even show up, get it fucking together. Let me refresh, see if that fixes it. No, you just made me waste bandwidth. God damn it, Yahoo. Uh, thank you, Ira Ray, and it's by Mr. User, and they ask, how can I glamp my tent like glamping, but do it yourself? I am going camping, and I always see this glamorous camping, but I want to glam up my tent, but not make it cheesy. How can I? Well, we've all been there. Oh, man, I stepped in glamp. Gotta start wearing Japanese courtesy sandals. Could you uh, point me to your glamp aisle, please? I'm just really looking to glamp up my tent. Nope, nope, nope. They're asking for a DIY glamping solution. Wait, <sighs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on. Time out, time out, time out. Earlier in this episode, we had someone who said that they helped someone move an absolute mountain of things and all they got in exchange was a single pizza split between them. Right. Cold pizza. Single pizza slice. A single split, yeah. And just now, we had someone who is looking to go DIY glamping, presumably by putting a bunch of like electronics and fancy things in their tent. Are people just sending us Parks and Rec episode synopsis as questions? Like, is that where we're at right now? Because this is the second question we've had in this episode that has mirrored a plot line from Parks and Recreation. And you remember that episode where Ron didn't wear shoes and everyone peed all over his feet? Yeah. That <laughs> remember one. that hit episode? This question was asked six years ago. So I think wow. it precedes... This is a rich ARG. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I can't believe that glamping, that very concept, existed in 2009. But it probably... I have did. a hard time believing 2009 existed. Yeah. Um glamping glamping do you know about glamping justin yeah uh it's basically living in west virginia right yeah basically everywhere you are in west virginia you are glamping or this once again this strikes me very similar to the nerdgasm question because it seems to me to be a failure of language we're like if you understand that camping is glamping is glamorous camping i don't understand where the confusion is like there's not a specific thing you do it's not like oh if you don't have blank you're not glamping it's like okay great get an air mattress like take shit with you like there isn't a any there isn't a manual to follow to no but there there is a breaking point there's a tipping point there's a malcolm gladwell tipping point where you're just housing 
Like you bring too much shit with you, you lay down some plumbing, you put down a toilet, you bring you've in your moved. TV, you just moved is what you did, and you built a new house, and you're 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 on the grid. You're not even off the grid anymore. You're on the grid, and, and you're getting you are mail. the grid. You're the grid, and you're getting mail there. You're getting all of your Amazon Prime delivered to you there. If you have to call the grid to get set up, then you've probably overglamped. But what if you don't do enough, and now you're just camping? Ugh. And you're like, well, I brought Tiffany's lamp. And you're like, yeah, but that's all you brought. You got nothing to plug it into. This is just camping, but delicately. Justin, can I ask the, when the last time you went camping was? That time that um, Trav invited us out there, out to camp, and told us he bought a bunch of beer. And then the ranger caught him and made him dump out his beer in front of him. Yeah, that was not a good trip. That was a rough one. We haven't been camping since then. <laughs> Burned a lot of bridges that day. Yeah. Last- with the park service, with nature, yeah. the whole bit. Um, you know what? Well, we probably- I never really thought about it. It is kind of a fucked up, like, uh, priority. If the guy charged with, like, preserving this park is like, I can't have anybody getting drunk in here, but if you want to go ahead and <laughs> dump a, a two gallons of Michelob here into the unspoiled <laughs> wilderness... Then that would probably be fine. Probably hey, some- man, if you're going to get drunk, Mother Earth is going to get drunk. Get yeah. it down. Uh, I bet some birds probably got real fucked up that day. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, last time I went, I, uh, it, well, the thing that happened is the thing that happens every time I go camping, which is somehow I, I just get diarrhea out there, and it just sort of happens every time I go out there. So my ideal glamping solution does not involve bedazzling my flaps. It does involve... Just finding out, just sort of figuring out what's going on in my tract when I get all natural and stuff. I don't know. I don't know how I could counteract that with like modernity, which is the secret of glamping. But I do wish that I could. I don't know. Maybe I just have a doctor on hand. Maybe that's my glamp procedure. Is it still camping if you go and stay in like a pre-built cabiny thing? No. Or, no, no, now it's just hoteling, right? If the structure, okay, if the structure existed before you got there, you are not camping or glamping. I would say, I think if you if you've set up your structure, you can fairly call it glamping, no matter what you do after that point. Like if you set up a tent outside your house, you're still camping. What if you just knock down a wall of your house and put up some flaps? Yeah. Whoa, whoa, that's an idea. What if you built, like, a tent, and then you just put up a bunch of, like, trash bags to make a tunnel connecting the tent to your house? That would be, You like, would never be in the tent. You would just have the option there available <laughs> the to you. The tent is there. Right. It's I tent could adjacent. Be, I could be sleeping out there. It's very... There's a lot of pill bugs. I don't like that. No. Or any bugs, really, if you think about it. Not a big fan of bugs. But every Got time it. Griffin sleeps in the tent, he does get diarrhea. It's... It's... In, it's... Guys... <laughs> Am I allergic? Am I allergic to like vinyl housing? Like what? What happened? Is it just the knowledge that there is no bathroom close by that just sours me? What goes? If Griffin looks through mesh, he has to that. Shit. Might maybe that might be it. The sound of crickets, if too loud, <laughs> the 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 frequency resonates with my tract in a way that I do not understand, but I do not appreciate. I'll tell you what's going to help me glamp. Yep. Having a full-time doctor just come with me, and in order to have someone like that in my retinue, I'm going to need a lot of money. How are you going to get a lot of money at this hour? Well, I was thinking I could either just sort of go door-to-door asking people to give me money, because, and I will explain to them all about my Woods diarrhea, or I can channel— Have you heard the good news? <laughs> I w- or I can channel I the woods. our listenership— 
to see if they'll chip in you know a few bucks a month uh, and help us out, help support the podcast. I promise I won't spend it on on natural woods doctors. Uh, we will spend it on expanding the show and doing all kinds of cool stuff uh, with the with the donations and supporting the Maximum Fun Network. Uh, if you go to maximumfund.org slash donate, it's very, very easy. In just a couple minutes, you'll be able to get set up, and then you don't have to think about it again. It just uh, automatically pops out of your uh, whatever card you set up to give us donations. Uh, and you can really help us out to, to grow and try and do cool new stuff. We got some we got some cool stuff we want to do with the show, and we need your support if we're going to uh, follow through with it. Um, so if you are able to kick in $5 a month, you will get a shit gaggle of exclusive bonus content that is only going to go out to donors for this year and every year prior for every show on the network. It's crazy. There's dozens and dozens of episodes of podcasts for you to listen to. Uh, if you chip in $10 a month, you will get a drive exclusive tote bag. You can put anything in that tote bag. We won't, there's no camera installed in the tote bag to tell you what you can and can't put in it. It, because you're an adult now, and you have the freedom to decide what to put in your own goddamn tote bags. There's no tote bag law yet. No, not yet. No gods or kings, only tote bags. Listen, this is our last uh, pledge break of this of this Max Fund drive, and this is your last chance to say, "Hey, these shows are worthwhile. These shows are worth doing. These shows are worth making." Uh, the people who make these shows, the Max Fund drive, jokes aside. Not getting rich doing it. Uh, mainly just kind of do it because it's fun. We would be recording this show with wor- much worse equipment and much cheaper hosting. Uh, uh, and probably more infrequently, uh, even even without you folks. But it is, it, it, it is a re- in the sort of society that we form for ourselves, the way you vote anymore is with your money. And if you like the stuff that we're doing here on Max Fun. This is the way you say, "Hey, I want more of this stuff." Like we've talked about before, the fact, the reason we did another show, the reason we started the Adventure Zone was because uh, a lot of people said, "Hey, I, I, I want this. I want you guys to do that." And people who listen to that show have been coming in in droves, I think, to donate to the to the Max Fun Drive. Uh, and if you like what we're doing here and you want it to keep going and you want more of it, this is the way that you, uh, the, this is the way you make that happen. And, so, and I also want to say that every year since we joined. My brother, my brother, and me listeners have have like really brought it to the Max Fun Drive, and it always makes me feel really honored. And it, I, I just really appreciate it. And I just want to say thank you. So go to maximumfun.org/slash/donate. Pick a level that works for you. Uh, twenty dollar, twenty dollars a month. You get the in-flight power pack with a mobile device charger, collapsible water bottle, antibacterial wipes, and pilot wings. Thirty-five dollars a month. You get the rocket engraved shot glasses. A hundred dollars a month. You get to be in the inner circle, which is our culture club, where we will send you. Uh, cool cultural stuff that we like. Uh, $200 a month, you get the free registration for MaxFundCon 2016. But but you don't have to do $200 a month, obviously. That's a big ask. You just do what feels comfortable for you. Do do $5 a month is like, what? Like one one Starbucks cup of coffee. Yep. Um, if, if, if you're comfortable with it and, and that, you know, price makes sense to you for what you get out of our shows, uh, just think about it. MaximumFund.org slash donate. Um, and if just, you're already a donor... 
and like maybe you started at like five dollars a month in the past and you're like you know what i i feel like i could give a little bit more upgrading donors count towards our numbers as well and we appreciate any amount you can give and also we understand that sometimes you can't afford to give at all and like i think everyone's been there at some point in their lives and that's totally cool what you can do is make sure you tweet about the drive talk to your friends tell the people you know that listen to our shows and other shows on the max fund network and say like hey have you given to max fund drive yet and like getting the word out talking about it on facebook and twitter it's it's the best thing you can do to help get people on board with it and say like hey check out these shows listen to this thing and then help support them we appreciate everything you guys do to get the max fund drive as successful as it is yeah thank you all so so much and then tell us about it so we can thank you yeah absolutely question when is the right time to throw out a pair of underwear should you be waiting until it's undeniably unrecoverable and ripped and stained? What if they're mostly serviceable with only a small tear or a small mark? Oh, uh, God. Or just a bit fake? Man, it's a challenging episode. I don't want to be wasteful, but I also don't want to. I also don't want to be economical to the point of being disgusting. That's from Pantsless and Perry. That's from <sighs> Matthew Perry. He's a dirty boy. With dirty undergarments. <laughs> um, when should you put your underwear onto the ice flow and send it and out send to it death? Up, shoot it with a flaming arrow as it... Oh, gosh. I think rule of thumb is if you would be embarrassed for somebody else to see your underwear, you should throw it right away. But, right, don't, you but, never know. Don't, but don't we all have one or two pairs oh, for sure. at the bottom of the rotation that's just like, ah, didn't have time. That's one that has an ink stain from where the pen broke in my pocket. Like, um, ah, it's three weeks since the last time I did laundry. I'm going to wear old ink staining. For Christmas one year, Daddy got me, uh, which th- this story is troubling now that I think about it, that my daddy's keeping me in underwears. Uh, but Daddy got me a pair of uh, Xbox-branded underwear that has the Xbox logo all over it. And on the front, it says, Game and on the back it says on. And that pair of underwear, first of all, I should have shot with a flaming arrow while dad had it in his hands, <laughs> handed it to me for Christmas. <laughs> it would have been very dangerous because my dad is allergic to flaming arrows. But I should have just blown it sort of straight out of his hands right there and then. But I did not. Instead, it has served as like my blue line on the toothbrush head uh, to let me know that it's time to do laundry. Because if I get down to wearing my Xbox boxers, I should have done laundry two or three days ago. I have allowed myself <laughs> to get too late. It's a punishment. I've allowed myself to get to a point where I have no clothes left because all of them have my natural stink sort of boiled into them. Uh, <laughs> and now I have to have the shame and embarrassment of when I bend over to pick up, a, you know, a, a wee nunchuck while my friends are over and then they see game on my boxers and they say what it's that all about and i have to explain these are my daddy xbox boxers <laughs> can i just say that if if in speaking about your underpants the word stand enters into it they should have been gone You're before done. you emailed us here's my here's a yard here's a good yardstick if you saw those underwear lying on the ground outside would you throw them in the trash? If so, it's probably pressing. Well, hold on, Justin. If you saw hold on, what's the other side? No, let him finish his like, terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible example. If you saw these underwear outside and you're like, I'm going to dust these bad boys oh, off. Jesus. <laughs> 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 
take a few miles out of him, then I think it's probably okay. I will yeah, say this: on, if, I, if I see if I see some meundies laying on the ground outside, I do not care the quality oh. of them. I will I will resuscitate them back to life. It will not require much work because they are stain proof, tear proof, moisture proof. I'm gonna, when when the apocalypse happens, I'm going to build a bunker out of meundies, and I will be the only living man after that. That's how you go glamping. You're wearing meundies. Yeah, for sure. Welcome to the meundies family time fun time hour. It's so it's wow. It's not moist in here at all. Yeah, I know. I know exactly what I was doing when I started this. You're welcome. Um, when is the... God, I just... I've got a pretty hair trigger for this stuff now. One of these days, I'll throw away my Xbox boxers. Maybe that'll be our 4,000 donor bonus, is I, I will just sort of... Uh, How about if we reach 4,000 and you make a video of you bar- shooting them with a flaming arrow? Yeah. Can you guarantee that? Or a calendar with the three of us all wearing them. At the same time? What? How do they do this? Let's just... Just Photoshop. Let's just do the flaming arrow thing. I think that once you start to develop holes that is definitely out then they're definitely gone especially around the waistband i think that that you start to get like the waistband pull away then they've got to go and i find that it's like a chain reaction right because the first like a couple years ago when i and it really helped dating Teresa and her going oh you need to throw those away like your balls are hanging out get rid of those boxers where once i started doing that and i was like oh i should just keep doing this i should just throw away the bat and then i started like going through my socks and being like okay these socks are like ready to go and throw them away and it's this wonderfully adult so then you re-gift them and you give them to your cousin and say now you can have these gross (laughs) underpants and socks now these are yours. I have to go. I have a lot of grinder business to get to. <laughs> Time is a flat circle. Travis, you meant, sorry, I, I gotta circle back to something. Speaking of flat circles, <laughs> you did mention that your balls are hanging out of your boxers. I am curious how you get holes in the front of your boxers. Is your dick a werewolf? No, no, this was in the in the taint of the boxers. We're done oh, here. Oh, another great episode of my brother. That'll be thirty dollars, please. Time to wipe off the grease paint. One last time, uh, MaximumFun.org for us to donate. It, please, please, please help us out. Uh, we joke about being rich, but that was just a bit for the show. And you can keep those bits coming if you go donate at MaximumFun.org for slash donate. Chip in whenever you can. Um, you know, we don't charge for the stuff on the network because we think people who w- want it to keep coming will, will pay money to make sure that that happens. So uh, please take a moment right now. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Don't regulate. Just go to MaximumFun.org forward slash donate. Um, tickets are still on sale for our Chicago show for our Midwest mini tour. If you want to go to that, just go to bit.ly forward slash Chicago, uh, and you will find uh, ticket links there. Uh, if you are going to one of the shows, either in Minneapolis, Milwaukee, or Chicago, make sure you send us an email with uh, the name of the city that you're going to the show in in the subject line and let us know so we can uh, answer your question in a live studio environment. Don't forget to tweet using the Max Fun Drive hashtag so you can be entered to win uh, that free ticket to MaxFunCon. And if you can fit it in, throwing in the, the MaximumFun.org slash donate link would also be great. Uh, or the MBMBM hashtag because like it'd be great to know that it was one of our people that won that thing. Uh, um, and speaking while, of, if you have any ideas for a tattoo, I can get to celebrate. I cannot our believe 2, you said you donors. Do this. Well, you know, I've been thinking about it. I've been putting it off. I've been putting it off. I've been putting. What better time? So if you have an idea for one, uh, tweet at me and let me know. And then uh, when the drive is over, I will let everyone know what I've gone with, and then I'll post all kinds of pictures when I get it. Do they get to decide on the part of your body it goes on to? Dick. 
Well, um, I don't think so. Only because too many people, I think, would jokingly say face, and I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Would it be better? Could you, um, could you get one that's on your penis that said "Welcome aboard"? So instead of it's a NBA uh, reference, it's the Down Periscope reference. Would that be better? Well, I think that most people are clamoring for more Down Periscope references. So oh, maybe I what I, the two I'm thinking about right now is Middleist and very flowing script. Um, and then either that or a, a cartoon ghost horse. Please just wow Travis with a design, and and maybe he'll get that. I don't know. Sounds good to me. Um, also, while the drive is going, go listen to the other Maximum Fun uh, shows. Uh, we do other shows. Justin does a medical history show called Sawbones with his wife, Sydney. Travis does a show called Bunker Buddies with his buddy, Andy. Uh, and the three of us do The Adventure Zone with our dad, which is a Dungeons & Dragons podcast. That um, We just had a Bunker Buddies Sawbones crossover episode where Sydney came on to talk to us about plagues and global plagues. Oh, that's it awesome. It was very, very fun and very informative. I highly recommend it. So check it out. But go listen to the other shows of the network, too. Jordan, Jesse, go. Stop podcasting yourself throwing shade. Uh, uh, rendered is a really good one. Um, I've been listening to that one uh, a lot. Um, you are, I, I promise, you will really dig rendered. So check that. Oh out. no, Ross and Carrie. Oh no, Ross that and we Carrie. We talked about early in the show. Flophouse. Flophouse. Pop Rocket. There's Infinity shows, and uh, they're putting out their best stuff during the drive. So go listen to it. Did you thank John Roger? No. Will you do it? Thanks, John Roderick and the Long Winners for the use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album, Put the Days to Bed. Uh, thanks again to Lin-Manuel Miranda for the uh, for the bonus song, the bu- uh, Fugue for Brotherhorns. Uh, and if you're in New York in, like, the summer, go see Hamilton. It's amazing and or it's great. From this summer through the end of time. Because that yeah, show right. is going to be the biggest goddamn thing ever. It's absolutely astonishing and very, like, the best thing I've ever seen. Um, so, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna dig that. Griffin, do you have a final uh, Yahoo? Yeah, it's uh this final Yahoo was sent in by Zoe Kinski. Thank you, Zoe. It's by Yahoo Answers user Time Lord S. Finally, the mm. goddamn website loaded. Who asks? Not actually a question. James Spader. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. <laughs> Travis, Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. We're Dave and Graham, and we host Stop Podcasting Yourself. We started this podcast back in 2008, before podcasts had to have any kind of concept, so we don't really know how to describe it. It's kind of like going to the barber shop if your barber knew all about the first season of the show Elf. It's like a 90-minute massage where the masseuse is two people talking to each other with a third person. It's like the Monsters of Metal tour, only quieter, no music, and just talking. It's like a makeout session, but without the lips touching, they just talk a lot. Download Stop Podcasting Yourself from iTunes or MaximumFun.org. Maximum Fun.